0: Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Hello, everyone.
1: Petrosky here. And today we're going to be looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It's that famous uh, time passage. Um, starting in verse one, it says, uh, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant a time to uproot a time to kill a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter stone and a time to gather them, and so essentially the the author here in Ecclesiastes he starts out um, once he has surveyed the world, he concludes with yes, in fact there is a time or more so a season for every activity. Under the heaven, and he's presenting these two contrasting seasons uh, that you probably noticed, uh, and I'm sure noticed before. But he's saying things like, uh, "There's a season to be born and a season to die, a season to weep and a season to laugh." And when we look at these, we all know these to be true because most of us in our life we've experienced these two contrast of seasons. He keeps going, and he says in verse six, "There's a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to take." Down and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And when many of us, uh, read this, or if you've read this before, if you're like me, you were reading this and, and essentially you just thought that this was just a simple, a simple observation of a very wise man looking at a, a person's life through the filter of that wisdom. And yes, that's true because for the most part, our lives can be summed up as, as we are in fact traveling in and out of various seasons, both good And bad, but I want to challenge you uh, to reread this again and look at it. Uh, Not that just the author Kohelet is um, making just a simple a simple observation, but in fact he is he is putting these two competing seasonal contrasts up against each other, and he's asking us a much bigger question. Uh, Jesus Himself taps into this question in Matthew chapter 11. Um, In Matthew chapter 11, this is right after He was done um, instructing His disciples and. And he goes off to teach in Galilee. And while in Galilee, it says that John the Baptist was in prison, but John the Baptist sends his disciples um, to Jesus to ask him a question. And this question is found in verse two. Uh, They ask him, "'Are you the one who is to come?' Or should we expect another? Or in other words, uh, they come to Jesus and they say, look, John sent us to ask you, Jesus, if you're the guy. Like, are you the one that John the baptizer has been telling us about? Essentially, John wants to know if it's time. If the mantle is now being passed from him to you. And Jesus replies this in verse four. He says, go back and report to John what you hear and what you see, that the blind receive sight and the lame they walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed. The deaf they hear. The dead are raised. The good news is proclaimed to the poor, blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. And so instead of Jesus simply saying, I am, like he said to the woman at the well, he tells John's disciples to go back and report on the actions or the deeds that they are seeing taking place and let those serve as the answer to the question. Then Jesus goes on to compare this generation that he is in uh, to like screaming children found in the marking place who say, uh, we played the pipe and you did not dance. We sang the dirge and you did not mourn. Or in other words, you didn't understand the times or the seasons in which you were living. Then he goes on in verse 18 uh, of Matthew 11. And he says, for John came neither eating nor drinking and they said he was a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they said he was a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is proved right by her deeds. So really that begs the question, doesn't it? What are those deeds that proves wisdom to be right? The answer is the deeds that biblically and rightly align with the times and the seasons in which we live. In Ecclesiastes, the author is telling us that there is, in fact, a time and a season for everything under the heavens. The question is, friends, will you rightly recognize the season in which we are living in and will your actions rightly line up? That's the question.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to befo.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.